Hello, everybody, and welcome to That Tracks Podcast, the podcast about audio channels <laughs> and tracking them in your sound booth. Yeah, so we're just going to be real for a second here. <clears throat> we just recorded uh, probably about 15 minutes of audio, oh, yeah. and by when I say recorded, I mean we didn't record it. It was on the video, but I forgot to record here, <laughs> which is the audio, like the, the thing the podcast it speaks to kind of what we talked about in that first got i gotta look now to make sure the camera's <laughs> recording we're tracking we're, we're good track- to go we're tracking now yeah um yeah we we just spent 15 minutes talking to you all and that you, oh man we cried <laughs> there was real breakthroughs you'll never we heard hear fun it. facts we well you'd heard some fun facts um, we will kind of recant a little bit of it oh for sure yeah but um, it won't be as full as it was you know it's, there wasn't as much, my, as a matter of fact, there was a totally separate intro it where this time I said we're talking about audio channels. I don't, tracks. I don't think you should tell them. What no, this... I'll do the other one next time. Yeah. You guys won't even know. It'll be, it won't be the next episode, but it'll be just like a different episode. You'll just never know. When... You'll never know which one it was. <laughs> so have you ever uh, done any professional audio recording? <laughs> Um, professional, define professional audio recording. What's I mean, mean, do you know what I say when I mean tracks? No. So like I'm on track number one, you're oh. on track number two. Okay. That makes sense. So that tracks. Got it. There you go. That's we're what we're talking about. <laughs> Levels, EQ. Uh, let me ask you guys something. So for the first two episodes, I had the EQ kind of more on the bassy end mm-hmm. and this one and the one before it. I've been in, had had it flat. Okay. Do you guys have you noticed a difference? Do you prefer one way or the other? Because we do run it through a processor afterwards, so it kind of like fills it out a little bit, mm-hmm. makes it more robust. Robust. <laughs> but it's not the right word. It takes both the tracks and makes them more robust. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. There you go. <laughs> this is the side of things that I'm not as like well rehearsed on. Oh yeah. But I enjoy it. It's cool. Cool tech stuff. Cool dude. You like text stuff? Texting. I love texting. <laughs> Nick always calls me. Yeah, this is this like, is a big difference between Tim and I. He's definitely a texter, whereas I'm a I'm I would much rather just call somebody. Yeah. It's here's like, the thing. It's faster to me. I'm always doing something. More fast. Faster. I think you had it right. Okay. You're always doing something. Well, yeah, so am I, but I just I like to talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> He called me and Jackson's right in my face like, we're in the middle of this Mario game. Yeah. Let's go. I was just calling to tell you that I was on my way here. There you go. You I could guess I could easily a text. Are you a caller or are you a texter? Are you more of a Tim or are you more of a Nick? Let us oh. know. TBD. So Tim more Nick. One T-more. thing that we do need to. T-O-N. Re- <laughs> one thing that we do need to get into again is our high dad soup moments of the week oh are we doing this every week i didn't know that i thought that this was gonna be a once in a while thing no this is a segment okay so we are doing it be a lot of segments if there's moments like if there's weeks where we have nothing then we don't have to talk about it or if we have a lot of other things to talk about but i do think that like it'll be a regular thing for us to like share some fatherhood moments okay I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to steal yours. I, oh, wow. Because we already recorded it. Wow. And I was just going to take, take my yours. <laughs> you can't take mine. It happened to me. Well, maybe I have a story that's very similar. Um, okay. 
I don't, but I might. You never know. Well, I'll get into it. It feels weird describing it again, but here we are. This is what we're doing. Right. So um, Francie went out of town for a couple of days this week. She, um, Her sister had a baby. Congratulations. Uh, yes. <laughs> this is, <laughs> I feel having deja vu. I know, right? Um, and so um, it was just me and the boys for a few days. And um, w- one cool moment that happened during those few days, and we had a lot of fun times together, just like me and the boys got a lot, to, got to spend a lot of time with them. Did you make them alphabet soup? No, I didn't. I should have done that. Should have done it. And then like tested to see if they put high dad in it. Well, they would, <laughs> but it would be fun that like every time Francie's out of town. Maybe we do that together. You do alphabet soup. Maybe you and you I. You and me, like I'm your son. No. <laughs> and I would spell it out for you. No, we should do that for the boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll get them together and we'll make them alphabet soup. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Not for me. I expect that next week when I come over, I want high dad soup ready to go. Alphabet soup. We'll be eating it. It'll be like this. Oh, no. Don't do that. Um, everyone just totally like turned off this podcast. No, that wasn't even a real noise. <laughs> they loved it. You ready? Here you go. That's track this one. Soup. Please stop with the ASMR. <laughs> this is not making the cut. <laughs> I'm the one that edits. How did I make the cut? I'm going to make the cut. I'm leaving it in. I'm embarrassed. Anyways, so um, one of the nights, um, one of the cool moments was Luke was working on his homework. He was doing his math worksheet. Ooh, my throat made a. I need you to get control of your. <laughs> the sounds coming from you. Sounds. The sounds coming from from, from track one are not not okay, right? Oh, there you go, track one. <laughs> so he was working on his math homework and he was getting really frustrated. Luke gets frustrated with math sometimes, um, and he was kind of getting down on himself, and I didn't like it. And so I said, stop, we're going to stop. We're not going to like, we're not doing this. I don't want to see him get like frustrated with his work. I want him to be excited and like happy with it. Right. And so I interjected and I said, let's do something different. Let's play a game. And so, um, he's working on addition and he's working on specifically adding with the number eight. So eight plus one, eight plus two, eight plus three, all of those things, Uh, a lot of repetition. And I said, stand on one side of the house. And your goal is to get to the other side of the house. You will get there. If you get an answer right, you can take a jump. If you get an answer wrong, you jump back. And it just became like this fun way for him to practice that repetition, but also have a mission and get excited about completing something. And he did it. He did it really quickly. And then as soon as he went back to his math worksheet, he was flying through it. Like it just became that much. It became that much easier. And it was just like, it, it's cool to see that perspective change rather than focusing on like, oh, I'm not getting this or I'm getting frustrated. Um, switching it into, this actually can be fun. Like I can find a way to have fun with this. Um, and it was really cool. It was a really cool moment. I was proud of myself. Um, and I think that's okay. Like it's good to have moments as a father where you're just proud of yourself. You're proud of like, yeah. for like, you know, not at a place of like cockiness, but at a place of like, Wow. I helped him like, yeah. and that's my, my purpose as a father. I mean, you're allowed to be proud. True. 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 Thing. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to like boast myself though. You're allowed to boast yourself. You're too. right. You know what? Dang it. I did it. You did it. <laughs> I did the dang thing. Like being a dad's hard. It really is. And when you have those wins, it's like, it, you're right. It's, it's okay to celebrate the, this. If you're a dad, if you're a mom, if you're a parent, yeah, it's totally fine. When you win, shout it from the rooftop. 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 Who's the rooftop? Okay, stop. Who's top? 
<laughs> Anyways, it was a cool moment. I was proud of myself. Luke had fun. He enjoyed his math homework after that. And um, I told him, I was like, when you're in class, when you're at school, like have in your brain, go there, like make on your own, make it fun. And, and the teacher does a good job of like creating opportunities for things to be fun as well. But sometimes schoolwork is just schoolwork and you have to like find ways to make it engaging. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it was cool. You know what my mom did when I was a kid? What? She bought me uh, rap CDs Oh, where they would rap the times tables. It yeah. might've been cassettes. That's what it was probably cassettes. Probably cassettes. <laughs> it wrapped the times tables. It didn't ever help me. Oh yeah. No. Oh. Because they weren't like. What was your rats. favorite subject in school? Science. Oh. What was yours? I liked English. Eh, figures. What does that mean? <laughs> you seem like an English guy. I'll take that. What was your favorite book? Um, I had a lot of favorite books, but one of my all-time favorite books is To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, mm -hmm. a banned book. <laughs> oh, is it banned right yeah, now? Yeah, it's banned right oh, now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought you meant like. Like the, it was the name of the, the band. band. I was like, of course, I don't know the, the Beatles. <laughs> um, yeah, that is my favorite book. One of my favorite quotes is from that book. What's the quote? It's um, it, it it's something about like in order to fully understand someone else, you have to put yourself in their skin and walk around in it. Oh, and it, it's such a perspective change. Like it teaches us that you, it, it's so important to see things from other people's perspectives. I'll be honest with you. Hmm. I just got to kill a mockingbird. Confused with one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Ah. And I was trying to imagine where that came into <laughs> one flew over the cuckoo's no. nest and I couldn't figure it out. I think one flew over the cuckoo's nest also sounds like a solid band name though. It's too long. Oh, sorry. Mm. <laughs> My moment is with Oliver, our youngest, the baby, mm -hmm. the child. He is starting to pull himself up. He is starting to walk. And he is also starting to determine who's who. Like he can pick out, he knows that I'm either mama or dada. And he knows that Jen is either mama or dada. So I'll like point at one of us. He'll point at me and be like, dada. Mm -hmm. Then he'll point at Jen and be like, mama. And we're like, no, that's, or no, he'll point at Jen and say, dada. And we'll say, no, that's mama. And then right. he'll point at me and go, mama. So he's getting it though. Almost there. But he did say his first word. And that was, uh-oh, or freeze, I guess. Yeah. Because right? oh. he dropped something and he would go, uh-oh, <laughs> and it happened repeatedly. So we know that he understands that when he drops something, he says, uh-oh. Where do you think he got that from? Do you guys say, uh-oh, when yeah. things fall? Yeah, if he drops, like if he drops something, we'll go, uh-oh. Yeah, that's awesome. Another thing that we had talked about is um, we that I love hearing those moments. And we talked about how um, Luke also almost started walking when he was... Oh. one years old we talked about that yeah because jackson started walking the day after his first birthday yeah and and the reason i say that is because oliver's probably he's probably constantly watching jackson and I, from what i've heard is that the second child tends to walk faster or, or sooner um than the oldest because they're watching and they're learning they, their older siblings they want to do it yeah they're like that kid is having a good time i want to i want to do that yeah so, um, and I, I talked about too with Ethan, our youngest, and I alluded to the fact that, or talk, mentioned the fact that we uh, adopted Ethan um, from Colombia. Uh, we adopted Ethan when he was three years old. And so we don't know really when he took his first steps or when he crawled for the first time. Um, and, you know, that's something that is just an interesting 
perspective when you have adopted a child. It's yeah. in some ways it's kind of sad because you missed out on some of those milestones, but right. then obviously like super grateful to have him in our family and excited for all of the milestones ahead of us for sure. Right. Um, but what I did say is I, I, I would, I would really love to be able to get into our, my adoption, our adoption story more one day. So stay tuned for that. Um, I know there was some comments about that, um, when I mentioned it in our last episode. And so just be ready. We're going to talk about the adoption story. And there it is. <laughs> that is as far as we made it. That is the moment when we realized. When we realized. <laughs> I'm not recording. We are not recording. <laughs> but we are now recording audio. And so this is all fresh new stuff. We're not recanting any stories. Correct. Now, now you're live. Now we're live. <laughs> so. Also, it is like, so it's a Thursday. It's in the evening. We've both had long weeks. We've both had long days. We're tired. Yeah. But we're here and we're doing it. We did it. <laughs> so um, I, I mentioned, go ahead. We also wanted to say, oh no, you were going to say, go ahead. No, no, no. No, no, you go. <laughs> this is, I have to come back at that. I was uh, jumping ahead. Oh, okay. So there was a lot of like news we mentioned that broke today. We're going to get into some of that stuff. And this is what, the thing that I wanted to mention yeah. is we, when we were recording, not recording before, we determined why they call it breaking news. Right. Because they're breaking into the show. Like they're breaking away from your regularly scheduled programming. Right. So that's why it's called breaking news. Yeah. There's there's a random fact for you. There were a lot of random facts the yeah. first time around that we will revisit one day. One day it'll happen. They'll be new. We even talked about what year we graduated high school. And mm-hmm. you know what? As a tease, we're not going to say it again. You're just going to have to wait for that. Oh. It happened in the past. <laughs> Breaking news. Let's start with the things that were talked about earlier in the week, and then we'll get into some of the stuff that was talked about today. Okay. Um, one real thing was, one real fast thing was um, the cabins have an opening date. Right. It's exciting. July the 1st. That is the uh, the first cabins will open. The, sorry, we got to say the cabins. The cabins. <laughs> the Fort Wilderness. The cabins at Fort Wilderness, the new DVC cabins. Correct. That are taking the place of the old cabins. Yeah. The very first ones will be opening in a phased opening right. on July 1st. So that means maybe like one. Right. We have no idea how many cabins are opening. And and I don't think that there's really a way to guarantee that you're getting one of those cabins. Unless maybe you're a DVC member. Let me, I have it, I have it right here. Okay. Sorry. So, so for those of you who don't know, they're in the process, and we've talked about this before, but they're in the process of taking out the cabins that are there currently and then re- bringing in a very refreshed and renovated cabins. February 1st. Disney Vacation Club sales for the cabins at Fort Wilderness open to existing members so that you can purchase a contract to be a DVC owner of the cabins. That's a lot of words. You're not owning a cabin. It's like a timeshare, but we call them owners. February 15th is Disney Vacation Club members who have added points at the cabins. Those are the people that bought on February 1st Mm -hmm. can then book stays in the cabins that will be starting on July 1st. February 27th, DVC sales for the cabins are open to the general public, so you could buy in at the cabins. Then March 12th, new Disney Vacation Club members whose home resort is the cabins can begin booking. Okay. So the people that bought on the 27th can now start booking on the March 12th. April 23rd, all Disney Vacation Club members can book stays. Uh, and then July 1st, the resort will begin reopening. This will be followed by a second loop opening later in the month and more throughout the year. And then we do not know when non-DVC members can book their stay at the cabins. So they're going to go quickly. 
Yes, that's what I said. Yeah. So, and and you said loops. So they're just doing these, like in the different loops that exist within Fort Wilderness. Then they're like shutting down a loop. Yeah, they're taking out the cabins and then replacing, putting them. new ones in. So when we say July first, it for those who are not DBC members, it's probably going to be a while before you're able to stay in them. Right. Yeah, because those right. will book up very quickly, and then the second wave will book up very quickly, and so on and so forth. So I would say like I would say like by maybe by the holidays you can stay in one of the or you can attempt to do what I'm going to attempt to do. Oh, what are you going to do? You're going to try to rent points from somebody. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, and there's some great companies out there that can help with that for sure. Yeah. Um so that's exciting. Yeah. Cool. That's what I'm going to try to do. We'll see what happens. TBD. Who knows? Maybe for the 4th of July that's that's what your plan is. That's the plan is first through the 5th. That's exciting. I'm going to be there for the 4th of July. Oh. Not in my, my parents have an RV and they're going to be camping in their RV. Your parents have an RV? Yeah. What kind of RV is it? I don't know. Is it like a drivable thing or do they tow it behind their truck? They drive it. Class A, is that what that means? Class A, I think is small. That's like a van. Okay, then it's not that. Class C? Sure, yep. Is it big? Yeah, Class C. Class C. Yeah. Are you like a you're, bus? You're in like, you're in your RV era, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> is it like a bus or is it like a... It's pretty big. It's like a van with like a cab on the back of it. No, it's it's like it's like a bus with a flat front on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the big ones. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like it's not massive or anything, but it's it's good. I think it's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> They're excited. They they my parents have not been to a Disney park in a very long time, so I'm looking forward to the potential of like going to Magic Kingdom with them. So, yeah, there you go. Me. But yeah, so that's a quick note for you. Um, if you're looking to stay at the Fort Wilderness cabins, there's some information on that. Also, they released the flower and garden schedule. So we know that it was opening on February 28th. That was the first day of flower and garden festival at Epcot. Um, and so now we have an end date for it. Right. And we we texted a little bit about this, but it's ending May 29th. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. But that is earlier than it normally ends. Correct. Well, normally it goes into the summer, right? I mean, it's been back and forth. So I think prior to um, like the pandemic, it used to end, it runs through May 27th. So it used to end, I want to say it used to end earlier. And then once the parks reopened, they started extending Flower and Garden Festival. And it's typically gone through the 4th of July. Like it usually ends around the 4th of July. Yeah, so last year was March 1st through July 5th. Correct. Yeah, they, they, they've shortened the festival this year, which I appreciate because I think that once you hit June and July, it is way too hot for Flower and Garden Festival. And what, do you just want no festivals in there? Yeah. Or do you think they have another one in mind? Well, I've heard rumors. A new one. What's the rumor? I just have heard rumors is that a, a summer festival is coming. Summer blast? <laughs> summer, what would it be called? Would Olaf be like the mascot of it? Sure. Probably. But yeah. he's also kind of the mascot of uh, Festival of the Holidays, isn't he? He's there. He has that, that the, scavenger hunt. Thing. Right. Okay. I don't know. I, I mean, I just like Epcot without a festival sometimes. Is that bad? No. Not bad. Yeah. What if it's like Stitch, Lilo, um, like summertime stuff? That could make sense. Summer s- surf season. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how they would incorporate that when there's not a lot of like a Hawaiian representation at Epcot. I guess, yeah, you don't want it to be an entire Hawaiian festival. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's like it's hard. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I. But then again, Festival of the Holidays is not entirely Norwegian and Olaf is there. That's true. Hmm. 
You got me there. Got me there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. A summer fest sounds fun, but I don't know what that would look like. And I also would not mind if there was just not a festival from. Uh, well, and we don't know how long there there like food that gap is going be. to be. Yeah, because food and wine usually picks up at the end of July. Um, and then runs through November, which I do feel like is a very long time as well. Right. So is food and wine now going to start later? Or start sooner? Maybe. What if they're making food and wine extra long? That seems, no. Here's my I theory. I think that Flower and Garden Festival is going to run, and then they have a date that they want to open up the community core stuff. Right. Extra seating, more restaurant type um, quick service things. And they're like, we should, we can't start Flower and Garden. Well, I guess they wouldn't want it. It doesn't matter. They've done this before where they like added booths at, towards the end of it. Right. But maybe they didn't want people to know when Communicore was opening. And so that, they're like, just shut it down and then we'll have like a big thing for Communicore. Hmm. That's during the summer. It's the summer of the Communicore. <laughs> and like, come out, check it out. Moana's here. But Communicore's not going to be that got water. big, right? Yeah, but like it's the full complete thing. Got Epcot's it. now done. Isn't there, uh, with Communicore, isn't there sort of like a stage that like performances are going to be happening on? Yeah. I don't know if that. If that's going to be done like with everything. No, if that was like part of the things that was cut. Yeah. I don't know. I think that. Because this was originally supposed to be like a two story. Right. They scaled it back. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, I do. I am thankful that Flower and Garden is going to be shorter. I think that like by the end of it in July, like the topiaries are like. They're so full. Like if you walk by Winnie the Pooh and friends, it's like Pooh has had a lot of honey. Yeah. <laughs> so I think like, yeah, and, and I don't know that the plants look as great as they do in the springtime because it's so hot. Like I don't right. think that the flowers withstand the heat. Um, the flowers that they plant sort of, I don't know what you would call it, but kind of on the banks of the little the quill work. What? The quilt work. Is that what it's called? Yeah. No. Oh, because it looks like a quilt. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I think that by the end of the festival in July, that doesn't look as great. They ch- they've changed it like three times by the end of the right. festival, and the flowers have like wilted. Mm. Yeah, so I'm excited. There are new topiaries that are coming, which I'm I'm looking forward to. There's a, oh. a Groot topiary coming. That makes sense. Yeah, he's a tree, right? <laughs> that seems like if it doesn't look correct, I'll be very upset. I think that they'll make sure that they're doing a good job with it. Okay. And I think there's a few other topiaries that they're supposed to be releasing as well. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what that looks like. I enjoy the topiaries. I enjoy Flower and Garden Festival, but I just have not wanted it to be as long as it has been in the right. past. So, um, and then we've got, uh, this is actually, so that, that was a lot of the stuff that we knew going into this week or it had been released earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Today in particular, a lot of information was shared. Um, we're going to jump over to Universal Studios. I was there today. Were you really? Yeah. That's exciting. That explains your t-shirt. Oh yeah, because that's from Jurassic Park. For those who are listening, he's wearing a Jurassic Park t-shirt. Uh, grand opening of Isla Nubar. Yeah. So, um, did you have a good day at yeah. Jurassic Park? Or, lovely. I didn't Universal. even go to Jurassic Park. Oh. Did you go to, you went to Universal Orlando? Theta Studios. Studios. Yeah. Got it. Walked around, talked about Mardi Gras. Right. Is Mardi Gras coming? Yeah, and so that's what we wanted to talk about. Um, they released the concert lineup. The heck with the concerts. The biggest news <laughs> out of Mardi Gras this year is they have reversed the direction of the parade. Whoa. <laughs> right? I um, I did watch the Mardi Gras parade last year. The Mardi Gras parade, that, that was the first time I've ever watched the Mardi Gras parade at Universal. It's fun. 
it was a good time. It it started and flowed, I think, in the same way that the um, Macy's yeah like holiday parade comes out of the esoteric gate, turns left into Hollywood, mm-hmm. goes around through Minions Land, but not any, to New York, not anymore. Comes around and goes back to esoteric gate. Now, come out of the esoteric gate, head towards Nest, like Transformers, mm. turn right, head down to Lou, Lou Wasserman. There's a statue there of Lou Wasserman. Mm-hmm. Turn left at the Starbucks and head into New York. Go down, turn, head towards Minion Land, go through Minion Land, then turn into uh, Hollywood. And that's where it's ending is coming back to the esoteric gate in Hollywood. Why? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. There's got to be Seems, a reason for that. You know what I bet you the reason is? Hmm. Because the concert loads in after the parade has passed. So as oh. soon as the parade has passed, people rush the area where the concert is in Music Plaza. Oh. So if it's coming the other way, it'll be closer to the end of the parade rather than like a third of the way through the parade. So it makes sense for like crowd control. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I knew you would know. Smart. <laughs> um, I I don't... wasn't calling myself smart. I was calling the people at Universal I think you're smart. smart. No. Um, <laughs> breaking news. We got the release of the concert lineup. Yeah, you said to heck with the concert lineup. <laughs> I don't know. I was just excited about this reversed thing. Do you got it? Yeah, I have it, but you can go over it. Oh, no. Okay. February 3rd, Walker Hayes. Do you don't know, who, know. You don't know country who country singer. Yeah, good job. Um, February 10th, All American Rejects. Yeah. I know those guys. Yeah. Um, not I, personally. I was a big fan of All American Rejects when I was in high school. Swing, swing? Yeah. Okay, got it. All right. February 17th, L. King. I don't know who that is. I don't know either. <laughs> February 18th, Casey and the Sunshine Band. I do know who that is. Name my, song? My mom was a shake, shake, shake. Oh. My mom was a big fan of Casey and the Sunshine Band. Okay. <laughs> February 24th. Bare Naked Lady. I know who they are, but I couldn't name a song. <laughs> it's one week. It's been one week. Ah. You said you wrote, you said you knew that reference. I knew the song. I didn't know who sang. Um, Bare Naked Ladies <laughs> also uh, sing a song about alcohol, which is a very fun song. Oh, okay. I'm not like a, I don't drink anymore. Right. But like, I still like the song because it's funny. Okay. Um, March 2nd, I think this will be the most popular date. For sure. DJ Khaled. We the best. Another one. Another one. <laughs> he. What if he gets up and he's like, Universal, another one. And he wants to like come back on March 3rd. He is absolutely going to say another one while he's on the stage. Well, yeah. Yeah. And what if he has like another phrase. Too, our goal, he? we got to get it. We have to make a goal that one of these people says that tracks from the stage. How do we do that? <laughs> I don't know. You said you know the All-American Reject. I don't know. <laughs> I might be able to get in contact with this. March 9th, Ava Max. No idea. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> March 10th, Queen Latifah. That interests me. I didn't know she's, I, like, I, I knew she could sing. Uh, with Hairspray, she just freaking killed it. She's a rapper. Is she? Yeah. She's got, like, an album? She has multiple albums. Didn't know that. She was a rapper before she was an actress. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's how she got her start. She's very popular. Learning something new. I am very surprised that you didn't know that. Am I going to get canceled? No. Because I think that that's a generational thing. Yeah, I, I know her as an actress. What did you see her in, besides from Hairspray? Like, what what movies have I seen her in? Yeah. I don't I Off the top of my head, I can't, like, specifically think of them. I know she was in the movie Valentine's Day. Okay. Um, I know there's more, but my brain yeah. isn't going there. I'd be interested to know what her first movie was that she was in. March 16th, Louis Fonzi. Louis Fonzi. Louis Fonzi. Yeah. Do you know this person? I do. He okay. sings um, on a song with Justin Bieber. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Do you think he'll bring 
The Biebs out? No. <laughs> uh, March 17th, Zed. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I, I talked to somebody today at Universal and they said, I'm so excited for Zed. I know that name is very popular, but I don't know who it is. Is he a producer? No, I have no idea. Is he a producer? I'm getting... I might have heard of him before. I feel like I'm getting to the age where like, they released Coachella's lineup and I looked at the names and I knew maybe five of them. He's a German DJ. Oh. Okay. Interesting. It's not what I thought. Oh, he kind of looks like a cross between Pacey from, what's that, One Tree Hill? Uh, uh, Pacey. Who is Pacey in? I don't know who Pacey is. Pacey is, anyways, <laughs> you guys know who Pacey is. Um, And uh, Neil Patrick Harris when he was Doogie Howser. Oh, okay. Look at that. Oh, yeah. I can see you that. You don't know who Pacey is? No. Oh, jeez. What is, is I, was it One Tree Hill? What was Pacey in? I don't know who Pacey is, but... um. He does look like a guy that was on One Tree Hill. So, One Tree Hill. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Let me see that picture again. I think he was like an OC. Guy. It was Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Oh, see, Pacey was, to me, was not Dawson's Creek. Was Pacey in um, The Mighty Ducks? Uh, I don't know. Who who plays him? Joe. Uh, does Pacey? P- Joshua Jackson. Is that the actual actor's name? Yeah. Oh, Pacey wow. was the character in Dawson's Creek. Yeah. So I didn't watch Dawson's Creek, but I know a lot of people my age did, and Francie watched Ducks, Dawson's Creek. My wife did. I want to know if that actor played in The Mighty Ducks. I need to know this. He was in uh, Fringe, Dr. Death, The Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Fatal Attraction. Mighty Ducks was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Shudder. Did you ever watch The Mighty Ducks? Yeah, of yeah. course. And he was in D2 and D3, and Cruel Intentions, and Little Fires Everywhere. We oh, love Little Fires Ever. Such a good show. It's a good one. And the Skulls. Okay. Um, that's the concert lineup. <laughs> the Skulls. Zed to Zed. Skulls. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I love, here's the thing. When I was a kid, we didn't have this thing, right? I love having. And by this thing, for those who are listening. You my phone. His cell phone. <laughs> I love having every piece of information that could ever pop into my head in my pocket. Oh. It is magical. Yeah. Just like. What else was he in? Boom. Two seconds later. It's like a walking at it. Walking encyclopedia. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's wild to me that like when I was a kid, I didn't have that. I couldn't just like have a question and just be like, hey, like, why is the sky blue? Do you feel like though that like has been somewhat of an inhibitor as well? Well, yeah, because it's a time time killer. Yeah. Like I, my brain would like to know the most information and I can't do that Mm -hmm. because like got other things to do. I feel like it t- has taken a lot of people out of the moment more. Yeah, that too. But yeah. that I feel like there's a d- double-edged sword here because I think that a lot of people are just using it for entertainment, sure, social connections. Whereas like I would it's like research. Yeah. You know, I'm like learning fun facts. Yeah, but sometimes I feel like instead of researching the fun fact, just experience it. How am I going to what what color is the experience. sky? I'm just going to walk outside and look. He said, why is it blue though? Do I, but do you need to know the answer? Yes. No, I don't think you do. You don't need to know why this guy is blue. <laughs> you just appreciate it for what it is. Oh man. Look how beautiful and blue it is. Nobody, you didn't even ask that? I don't ask a lot. I don't, I definitely do not ask as many questions as you do. Okay. <laughs> I just want to know. Not that it's a bad thing. If anybody's wondering, it's because blue is the wavelength that spreads out the most. <laughs> I had to get that in there. Yeah. <laughs> The light particles of the color blue. Wow. It's the, you know, can spread out the most. Oh, thanks. 
Yeah. I don't know that that like really changes it anything for me though. Do you feel like you have a deeper appreciation for the sky? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good then. I'm happy for you. I have a deeper appreciation for the planet for sure. Oh, for sure. Because of what you've looked up online. Because of what I know about the planet. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyway. There you go. <laughs> Um, so that's the concert lineup for Universal. <laughs> also, you can ride on a float for Mardi Gras. You can. Yeah, have yeah. you done it before? No, I haven't, but I, I love want it. To. We try to do it every year. Let's do it. You sign up as pass holders, correct? You can also do it by their, this, the pass holder thing I think is full now. That oh. went out this morning, I think. Darn it. And so <laughs> missed it. Um, but you can also like just show up and like, oh yeah, yeah hang yeah. out and like hopefully get, there's an extra space or they have like a. Um, like a dining experience. I've seen that before. Where you like, you have dinner and then like you have a guaranteed spot on the float, you get real full and then you throw beads. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to do that. Let's do it together. Okay. We'll report back on how that March goes. March 2nd, catch us. I like to throw DJ beads. Khaled. What? <laughs> we the bets. I like to throw beads. Oh, I thought you said beans. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking beans out here. <laughs> Just, could you imagine... <laughs> Are they cooked or are they... Cooked beans, baked beans. I think cooked, cooked would be better because if they were not cooked, it'd be painful. Yeah. Just chucking raw beans. <laughs> chucking raw beans. <laughs> Do they throw moon pies? No, they should though. Yeah, that's a thing, you know. In New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In New Orleans. Yeah, so Francie's family, fun fact, Francie's family, um, like a lot of them came from New Orleans. They, okay. They're now in like the panhandle of Florida. Okay, um, that makes sense. But yeah, they, they were from... Uh, New Orleans and so her dad can make some incredible Cajun food literally my stomach just growled as I was saying that yeah I haven't eaten dinner yet yeah same and his food is incredible but he he also makes really good beignets mm-hmm. um, and so Francie and I got to go to New Orleans uh, we didn't go for Mardi Gras it just feels like it would be pretty crazy for that yeah no it's I do know that there are, have heard that there are different sections of town so like yeah yeah, yeah. Bourbon Street's where the party party is at They're and then you and... like you know, you'll four or five blocks up and you're sure. like in a family friendly section. Yeah. Well, so we went for jazz fest and I was honestly, that sounds I, was, fun. I was a little nervous about what it was going to be like, but it ended up being because of jazz music. No, <laughs> you scared of jazz? No, I just, you know, I, I did not want, I didn't want to be in the crowd that like is bourbon street during Mardi Gras. Oh, and then I didn't yeah. know if that was going to be the same. That's not my vibe. So, um, I so and it I, wasn't like that. No, not at all. Yeah, no. But I mean, like the headliners for Jazz Fest weren't necessarily jazzy. It was um, Jimmy Buffett, may he rest in peace, um, Pitbull, and Lady Gaga. I could see Lady Gaga doing jazz, but uh, Pitbull strikes me surprising. Nothing very jazzy. I love no. Pitbull. It doesn't even make sense. He's Mister Three Hundred Five, Mister Worldwide. Yeah, but like he's he's Cuban. Three Hundred Five is his like Miami baby. Miami. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know that it necessarily had anything to do with jazz. There were definitely jazz bands all around happening, but those were like the head, those were who like brought the crowds. Okay. Um, That's interesting. I would not have ex- expected that. It I was a lot of fun. Like... So we watched Jimmy Buffett for a while. It, it, what's What was a bummer is that all three of them were playing at the same time. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So you couldn't go to, I mean, it was, it was near impossible to get to all three of them at the same time. And I wanted to see Jimmy Buffett. Like he was my number one. Um, and I, I grew up listening to Jimmy Buffett. Like that was a thing in our family. Right. Um, but I listened to, we watched some of his show and then Pitbull was not far from where Jimmy Buffett was and I had to go rip. What, uh, what's your favorite Jimmy Buffett song? Cheeseburger in Paradise. It's so basic, but that was like the funnest song for us to sing as kids. What is yours? Uh, 
the Bama Breeze. Oh, okay. Volcano is up there for me, too. Volcano's good. Yeah. But Cheeseburger in Paradise is just like, when I go to the beach now with, with the family, that is one of the first songs that I'm playing on the way to the beach. Okay. It just puts me in the mood. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know, remember how we got there. Mardi Gras, beads, throwing Mardi Gras beads. beads yeah. Speaking of Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras is also starting at Bush Gardens, um, or has started on, during the weekends at Bush Gardens. Do they have a concert Tampa. lineup? Um, I'm not quite sure. Um, but I am going to Bush Gardens this Saturday to experience Mardi Gras, and I'm very much looking forward to it. So I will be able to talk about my experience over at Bush Gardens next week. On have the a podcast. lot of food. They do, and I'm so looking forward to it. Bush Gardens is, if you guys have never been to Bush Gardens, it's over in Tampa. So it's not, it's a little bit of a hike from Orlando, uh, but it's definitely something to, if you love roller coasters, you've got to check out Bush Gardens Tampa. Like some of the coasters over there are fantastic. My seven-year-old, his favorite roller coaster is Iron Gwazi. Iron Gwazi is a intense roller coaster. Yeah. Like, like I have to ride it one time and then I'm like, all right, I got to take a break for a while. Rocky Mountain Construction, famous for creating the hybrid roller coaster, taking a wooden roller coaster and either completely rebuilding it from the ground up as a hybrid or taking the track out of it and replacing it with a steel I-beam type track to smooth it out and also give it the ability to do things like inversions. Yeah, which is what they did with Iron Gwazi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they almost did, they replaced, I think they told me it was something like 80% 80% of the track. Wow. Or 80% of the structure. I kind of appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's very little, very little of the original quasi yeah. in there. Yeah. No, but it is so much fun. It is, it's a fantastic coaster. So it's really good. We'll be there this weekend um, and I'll, I'll report back on what Mardi Gras was like over at Bush Gardens. I love Mardi Gras season. Do you guys ever do anything for Mardi Gras? Like the actual day Fat Tuesday? Yeah. No. We, we do. Um, and I, I'm sure it has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, Francie's family comes from that area. Although, do you know where Mardi Gras actually started? I used to. That's the problem with wanting to know everything. Someone you, gets pushed you out. replace the information. It started in Mobile, Alabama. Oh, I did know that. Yeah. People from Mobile will appreciate that I just said that because it, it gets frustrating to them that New Orleans has like taken it over. And I mean, you know, I think everybody can celebrate Mardi Gras, but it, the OG celebration started in Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Um, but we lived in Panama city, Florida for a while and they always did a Mardi Gras parade. So we just started celebrating it. Like when we first got married and by celebrate it, I mean, we would go to the parade and then, um, probably eat like the themed food, but yeah, we've always done a king cake gumbo. Um, but we've always, so since we moved back to central Florida, um, we have gone to Port Orleans over at disney we go to the french quarter on fat tuesday on fat tuesday Tuesday. and it is so much fun have you ever have you gone out there before not on fat tuesday so they do a parade which is fun they like build floats themed after uh, different resorts or different like places on disney property and they go all out with these floats like the detail that they put into them are fantastic It, it reminds me of like the gingerbread houses that they do for the holidays that level of attention to detail um, and then they do like a block party at French Quarter. Um, so we always book a dining reservation over at Riverside. The name of the restaurant over there is, is it Boat Rights? Boat Rights. Yeah. yeah. So we book a dining reservation at Boat Rights and then we end up eating there and then walking over to French Quarter. And they've got like a live DJ. They've got um, Princess Tiana is usually out there yeah. um, and beignets. And it's just so much fun. And it's 
I appreciate it too because it's Disney, so it's family friendly, um, and the boys just have a great time. So, when is Fat Tuesday? February thirteenth. February the thirteenth. Yeah, because it always is before Ash Wednesday. Yeah, because you're like you're getting ready to do your fasting yeah. for Lent. Yeah. So you gotta eat a bunch of food. Go crazy. You gotta get fat. Go wild. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So, anyways, that's a fun little fact. In, in case you didn't know, um, if you ever want to experience that, I'd say book a dining reservation over at Boat Rights and then walk over and just check out what's happening at the French Quarter. My dream would be to stay there one day. Yeah. Party it's just it's right in the middle of the week, and we've got school and work, and it doesn't work out. But anyway. Um, so that's fun. I love Mardi Gras season. I'm excited for it. It'll be a good time. It'll be good. Um, you sent me something today that you wanted to talk about and that was to do with Discovery Cove. Oh yeah. Discovery Cove. I guess. So the first bit of news is that, um, SeaWorld Orlando announced earlier this week that they are going to be building a hotel on property. Okay. Like. This is their first hotel. SeaWorld's first themed hotel. No, their first hotel. In general. At all. Yeah. Oh, wow. All the other ones are just like hotels that are around SeaWorld. Right. This is going to be SeaWorld's hotel. That's very exciting. I have not been back to SeaWorld in so long and I've got to go back. We've talked about this on the podcast, but um, I miss it and I want to go. And I've also never been to Discovery Cove, which is very unfortunate because Luke is obsessed with marine life and he would have such a good time at Discovery It's a Cove. really good time. We've got to do it. Yeah, they do really good offers, especially like February. If you can go in February, good to know. It might be it's cold. Such an off season yeah. for them. Yeah. Um. So there was a they filed plans for the first hotel called Project Starboard. Ooh. Starboard. Do you know the difference between port and starboard? I know it's like two sides of the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Which one's which? I don't know. Left. Left has four letters. Port has four letters. Starboard. Right. Got it. Okay. And when you say left and right, is are you facing standing? the bow of the ship? The bow is the front. Yes. Okay. Stern is the back. I've always. Or you can call it aft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they call it on Disney Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to give you another fun fact really fast. This okay. is totally off topic, but I got to get it out. Okay, go ahead. So the word posh. Mm-hmm. Port, out, starboard, home. Posh, P-O-S-H. So back in the day when people were still traveling by ship, right. Titanic and things like that. If you were richer, you would buy a room that was port out, port side out, and because it was a cooler room to be in, it was the sun wasn't coming in as hot. Why would the sun not be coming in as hot? Based on what's the direction that you're headed. Got it. And so um then on the way home, you would switch back to the other side, starboard home, so that you stayed in that same cooler area that seems complicated having to switch yeah but well, you're doing it for uh, like the luxury of yeah the temperature yeah and i don't think it was a pleasure cruise oh, okay i think it was like traveling trying to get somewhere yeah very interesting and so the richer people the posh people would do this port out starboard home that's where we got posh spice yep <laughs> that's exactly where it was her dad had a rolls royce or something like that um <laughs> that's awesome Cool. So Project Starbird is a 15-story, 504-room hotel with a rooftop terrace, restaurants, and meeting space, an elevated walkway connecting the hotel to the park. Is it going to be on the right side of the park? I don't know where it's going. Oh, okay. For... I just assumed since it's Project Starbird. Oh, I don't know where the bow is. Look at the me. Park. Look at me. Yeah, neither do I, but look at me applying that information. Um, 
Let's see if I can see where it's going to be here. Let's see here. Well, that's exciting. I think that that is going to be a huge draw for people, and it'll be great for SeaWorld, for those who are wanting to visit SeaWorld, to be able to stay close to it. I mean, I know there's a lot of good neighbor hotels there, right? but for them to take ownership of that resort stay sounds like a lot of fun. Have you ridden Mako? Uh, yes. When you're on Mako going up the lift hill, off to your right, there's a big wide open area. Mm-hmm. That's where this hotel's going. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's the the Project Starboard. That's not even the hotel that I was originally talking about. The original one was at Discovery Cove. That's right. what got announced today. That one, I don't think they have a name for it. Project Canopy. Oh, it is a two hundred and five room hotel, which is actually at Discovery Cove. Okay, which sounds really interesting. Two hundred and five rooms. What is that comparable to? It's pretty small. Yeah, was- Star Cruiser. <laughs> can't relate <laughs> I think Star Cruiser was only 100 rooms I'll forever be salty that I didn't get to experience Star Cruiser it makes me legitimately sad yeah so sad actually like Star Wars is one of my favorite things and I am forever sad that I didn't get to do it I should have just done it it was very good <sighs> sad. Um, so this one's actually going to be pretty interesting because it has like what did it say it said like there's like cab- cabanas and stuff like that there's like a spa canopies no, they're like cabanas. Well, I just said canopies because it's Project Project Canopy. <laughs> Bungalows, that's what it says. Oh, that's fun. Bungalows. Does it connect to Discovery Cove? It's kind of like where the parking lot is right now. Okay. It's weird because they, they put the project site boundary outline on this article from News 13, but like uh, maybe they're moving the parking lot over there. That's what that other thing is. But like it takes up half the parking lot. How far away from SeaWorld is Discovery Cove? It's across the street. Can you, you can't walk there though. From SeaWorld? It doesn't connect at any point. No, there's not like a, you'd have to cross roads and things like that. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, it's. That's fun. That's exciting. I mean, I'm all about like these local parks and I say local parks, SeaWorld's obviously, you know, they have other locations as well. Right. But I'm all about like their expansion. I think it'd be awesome one day if Bush Gardens had a hotel. I'm yeah. excited. I really on my list for this year is getting to Discovery Cove. Yes. And SeaWorld. Okay. Both of them. We're, We're gonna make all, it happen. We try to go with Discovery Cove once a year. That's gonna track. Maybe we'll do that together. Yeah. Luke Luke and Ethan would have the time of their lives. Lose their minds. Um the last piece of breaking news that I want to talk about is, and I don't know that this is gonna be interesting, because I don't even know if you know what this is. And I don't even if, know if you know that it happened today, but there's a celebrity who's very famous that um, teased that a reboot or a sequel of a show is coming back from Disney Channel. A very famous celebrity. Yes. Um, okay. The most famous celebrity that I can think of is Ryan Seacrest. He used to. <laughs> used that to be used on, to be on, on Disney. Disney Channel. Yeah. In fact, I would argue to say that she... She... she mm. <laughs> I was going to say Neil Patrick Harris. She is... I don't know if Neil Patrick Harris was on Disney Channel. I was just thinking of Doogie Howser. What was that on? Just like... Yeah, that was Dukes of Hazard. Is that what you said? Neil Patrick Harris, Doogie Howser. Oh, I thought you said Dukes of Hazard. I was like, first of all, that was way before Neil Patrick Harris's time. Oh, and Doogie that was definitely Doogie not on Hauser. Disney Channel. <laughs> Doogie Howser. And it, yeah, what? Do you not know what Doogie Howser is? I don't. Really? I don't. What is that? It's the show that Neil Patrick Harris made him famous. That's the name of the show? Yeah. He was he was a child genius that became a doctor. Mm. And he was a child doctor. When did this show air? In the 90s? Yeah, I wasn't watching that. I was just watching The Lion King and Toy Story. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, well, sorry, everybody. 
I'm sure you'll have things to say about that. <laughs> well, what do you know Doogie or Neil Patrick Harris from? Um, How I Met Your Mother. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyways, it's Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Do you know what show she was on? Was in, <laughs> I think we all like to sing. Is that right? Was that Selena Gomez? Uh, what? Like, what was that show? What was the name of the show that she was on? on I don't know, but is that quote from Selena Gomez? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> she knew these things. I thought you were a fan of things. <laughs> fan of things. <laughs> things what is general. it? Uh, it's Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay. Have you ever heard of that before? Uh, yes, I have. Oh, okay, cool. Anyways, yeah, so she, she teased on her story um, with David Henry, who played her brother. Um, that was Victoria Justice. Okay, see? From Victorious. See? I, I didn't watch Victorious. But who was... Honestly, Wizards of Waverly Place was, it was slightly after my Disney Channel show era, but my sister is for, hello, Quinn, she listens to this podcast and is oh, hi, Quinn. very, very, very intentional about it. But she watched um, Wizards of Waverly Place. She's four years younger than me, and this was more of like her era of Disney Channel. It was like, I watched even Stevens, if if this is a real throwback deep cut, but like the Jersey and Famous Jet Jackson is when I started watching Disney Channel. And then I watched um, even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire. Um, and then towards the end was like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Okay. And then it went into Wizards of Waverly Place, which I watched because my sister watched it. Or what are you researching right now? <laughs> I was seeing who else was in this show. Um so anyway, so they teased that the show is coming back, which is very exciting, especially for people who were huge fans of Disney Channel at that time. Uh, and I, I want to say that, I mean, Selena Gomez, do you know what show Selena Gomez was on, bef- like in her childhood? No. Think about, think about a show when I was a kid that was very popular for young toddlers. And, in, and he actually has had presence at a theme park here in Orlando. And I used to love it so much. I think that the area that he used to be in, and I think it was up until pretty recently that he went away. Was it Barney? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. When did Selena they get rid Gomez of Barney? was in Barney? She was with Demi Lovato. When did they get rid of the attraction Barney? Yeah. It was, rec- uh, it it was, was more recently. recently. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Barney. With Demi Lovato? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, right. fun fact. They knew each other from the show, um, and then they both became very popular around the same time on Disney Channel. What was Demi Lovato? Look, look at me. Me educating you on yeah. pop culture. What was Demi Lovato in? I'm just proud of myself in this moment. You did it. <laughs> Demi Lovato was in Sunny with a Chance, but she also was in Camp Rock. Okay. Do you know who else was in Camp Rock? Camp Rock? No, I don't. A, a, a very famous band of brothers. Oh, the J, J Bros? <laughs> the J Bros. Is that, what, is that what the kids call them? <laughs> no. The Why jo- not? They call them the Joe Bros. That's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> the J- Joe Bros, the J Bros. Listen, I need everybody who came after me. Okay, no. Not the people that came after me about the Beastie Boys, but I need all of the other people who are offended that you just called them the J Bros to roast him right now because this is your chance. This is your moment. Give him what you gave to me, okay? <laughs> I know um, Joe Jonas. Good job. He's married to... No. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I thought that they were, like, really in love. Yeah, me too. The Queen of the North. Queen of the North. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sophie the Turner. Sophie Turner. Yeah. Who else? What are the other names? She was in Game jo- of Thrones. Jo- you jo- better Jones. know one of the names. And 
Tim Jonas. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nick Jonas. Yeah. Who is Nick Jonas married to? Priyanka. Priyanka. Chopra. They're still together. They are. Okay. Their daughter just, this is a random fact that I know, but I'm a big Jonas Brothers fan. Their daughter just celebrated her second birthday. <laughs> Congratulations. Happy birthday. Uh, and who's the third one? Joe, Nick, and Stefan. <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> I'm so excited that you don't know this. Joe. I feel bad Nick, that I'm so excited about that, but. Joe Jonas, Nick Jonas. It's so sad because he's often Aaron referenced as Jonas? like the forgotten Jonas, which is so sad because Harold he Jonas? should not be forgotten. He's the best Jonas. How is he the best? He's the old one that was married before they even started going on tour. No, they were definitely on tour. He met his wife. He met his wife, got married right away, started having kids <laughs> right away. What is the problem with that? He was in a boy band. Yeah. For... So he found what he wanted and he went after it. Good for him. He chased after what he, he, he knew all along what he wanted. Do not talk bad about Kevin because I will. Kevin I will, Federline. <laughs> I will defend Kevin all day, every day. No, no, I have nothing against Kevin Jonas. <laughs> I'm just, just giving him up. Do you want to know a fun fact? When I was in college, um, I rented a house, and I, being Nick, had two roommates. And guess what their names were? Nick? Kevin and Joe. Oh, I thought it was going to be Nick, Nick, and Nick. No. Kevin, my best friend. And then, technically, our other roommate, his name was not Joe. His name was Chip. But his middle name was Joseph. Chip Joe. Joe. See Joe. Anyway, fun fact. Was his real name Chip, or was it like... Uh, Chip, no, his Chip real or... name is Joseph. Sorry. Chip, what? do you know where the name Chip comes from? Chip off the old block. Yeah, when you are a second, sometimes you're referred to as Chip. Oh, so he. Was, I know that the third is sometimes referred to as Trip. Yeah, so he was. I didn't know about Chip. Yeah, so he was Joseph, so on and so forth. The second, the second, and um, people called him Chip. Do you think that it is from a chip off the old block? What do you mean? Like the phrase "a chip off the old block." I think so. Yeah, and so they just call you Chip. I think it's like all together. Yeah, they like. M- mesh the two. I don't know. If you guys know, let us know. Pretty interesting. I just, I, we, I, I have to really take a second to appreciate the fact that. How did we get on the Jonas Brothers? You just learned. We talked about Wizards of Waverly Place, Lena Gomez, Demi Lovato. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Demi Lovato yeah. dated Joe Jonas while they were making Camp Rock. Oh. I'm so excited that I'm, I'm just filling you in on such great there you go. pop culture. Anyways. There it is. The Jonas Brothers. Have you ever listened to any of the Jonas Brothers songs? Yeah. Which one? Uh, The Year 3000. Yes. Good job. Yeah. That's the, the most basic song, but I'm proud of you for knowing that. Yeah. That was Luke's first concert. We took him back in October. And then uh, uh, the single, uh, I Don't Mean to Be Jealous. The Jealous. Jealous. Yeah. Jealous. Yeah. By yeah. Nick. By Nick. Yeah. And then Joe has a new one out right now, right? I don't know. Was he not? Who's who's the one that had just released an album? Was it Nick? By themselves? Yeah. The, they, the whole band just released one. Yeah. Because they, they came back. They came broke back. up. Yeah, they didn't break up. Mm. They went their ways. Okay. They went their separate ways. <laughs> they said, I am an adult. I have kids. I have, have a wife. But they like had a hard are... time. They t- they made a documentary and they talked about it. The brothers like had, they had issues. Yeah. And so they as went. The, as you would. It, yeah. I mean, who doesn't with their brothers? No, I mean, just like you're famous. Right, right, right. But, and, like, but they, yeah, there was things that complicated their relationship for sure. And they talked about that in the documentary, but then they came back together. Yeah. And um, did a tour, and I went on to that tour, and it was great. You went on tour with them? Yeah. <laughs> nice. How was, many shows did I you do? I was Nick's backup. Oh, you're like the, the understudy. Nick 2.0. <laughs> I like it. I've always that thought- that theme park news? You just wanted to throw that in there, because I don't know who the Jonas Brothers well, it was are. Well, it was a Disney reference. Okay. Sorry. The Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. 
We it's got exciting. to the Jonas Brothers off, off and off. We've often talked about the Disney Channel so far on this podcast, so we're just going to keep the good times going. I do wonder, with this information, if with Disney Channel night happening over in Disneyland in March, if if Disney's ready to like put that information out there, if maybe something Wizards of Waverly Place will happen over there. Like maybe maybe David DeLuce will be there. David DeLuce. Jerry Russo. <laughs> I don't think that Selena Gomez will be making an appearance at Do you Disney think Channel Night. Jake T. Austin will be there? I would say, well, I don't know. It, it hasn't been confirmed whether he's going to be on the show or not, but David Henry, who plays Selena's older brother, that's who she teased it with. I'd imagine maybe he would show up at Disney Channel Night. I'm not saying that he is going to be. I have no idea. But if they're going to start promoing this reboot, I think that that would make sense. For Look them. at him now. Jake Austin. Look at that guy. So fun fact, abs. when I was a kid, they filmed the Disney Channel games at Wide World of Sports here in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And all of those celebrities competed in the Disney Channel games. And we went to the live recording of that. This doesn't mean anything to you. I thought there was more to the story. Like you just went there. You didn't. That's you didn't a big to... deal. It's exciting. We got to meet them. That's what I was. That's the part that I was waiting yeah, for. We met like, and we met Selena Gomez. We met Demi Lovato. We met Jake Tias. I'd like to meet Demi Lovato. The Jonas Brothers. Me too. I'd, I'd like to meet all of them again. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? That'd be awesome. Selena Gomez has a great, we're really going on tangents here, but Selena Gomez has a cooking show on uh, Max. Oh, really? Yeah, it's good. It's great. Selena, Selena and Chef. Selena She's, and Chef? She started it like in the pandemic and she would do it all via Zoom, but now they like go to her house and they cook together. Anyways. Like different chef every week. Yeah. And they donate to charity. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. It's a good time. I'd like to meet as Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, me too. I used I'm to have a, a crush on Ashley. Oh. <laughs> becoming more and more of a fan of Phineas and Ferb. Oh, okay, yeah. So she was. That was like when she was like in her like, like she was crushing it on Disney Channel. She yeah. was doing all of the things. High School Musical. She was also on a show. Do you know what show she was on? Not Phineas and Ferb. No, I don't. Uh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Sweet Life, yeah. and then because they didn't want to renew their contract. They just made up another show. Sweet Life on Deck. Sweet Life on Deck. And they were on a boat. Yep. Anyway, that was a lot of Disney Channel talk, but I feel like people will appreciate that. Yeah. So what's the next breaking news? Was there any more? No, that's all that I had. Oh. Yeah. Here's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. You had something. So there's an Imagineer. who is Lanny Smoot. He was just inducted into the Inventors Hall of Fame. Only the second person at the Walt Disney Company to be inducted into the Inventors Hall of Fame. The first one being Walt Disney 4. I have no idea. What did Walt Disney invent? Walt Disney's most famous invention. Uh, he invented a lot of things. Name an invention. Um, oh, could it come wait, wait, after wait. him in the comments? Because no, wait, wait, wait. Know. Could it be the, 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 not camera, but like the, I can't remember what the name of it is. The they multi-plane have it. camera. Yeah, that's, see, I knew. I know yeah. things. Is that what it was for? Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, Lanny Smoot, (laughs) right? He's responsible for some of the things that you know and love. Okay. So most recently, Star Cruiser stuff, the, uh, the lightsaber training he had part in doing. So cool. The, uh, the lightsaber, Mm -hmm. the realistic lightsaber that everybody was like, whoa, look at that thing. That's him. Yeah. Madam Leota. Mm -hmm. How, do you remember how she used to just sit on the table? Yeah. Now she floats. Right. That's him. How does she float? I don't know. Magic. <laughs> Disney magic. You know? Um, he also had a little part in Ghost Post, which I don't know if you know what Ghost Post is. I don't. We did a whole series on it. It was really cool. It was a very limited run. It was like 200 bucks a person. Mm-hmm. And it was a 
delivery that came to your house once a month, there was three of them. And then you opened up this box and it had a ton of interactive elements in it. <laughs> and you had to like solve mysteries and you use your phone and they would like read clues out to you. And then if you lived in California, you could go to Disneyland <laughs> and there were things that like happened within the park because you had this. Oh, that's exciting. Thing. That's very interesting. That only 200 people. Wow. Got. Very cool. So what specific thing did he, was there a specific thing that he received this award for, for but, or just his contributions in general? Yeah, he has 106 patents. Wow. Yeah. Always within the Walt Disney Company? No, he has them throughout his career, but okay. he has lots because he's been with the Walt Disney Company for a while now with the Walt Disney Company. He started out at <clears throat> Bell Laboratories. Okay. And he uh, actually was working on a way that consumers could pause, rewind, fast forward television. And his inventions at Bell Labs or his work at Bell Labs made it possible for streaming today. Wow. That's so really like cool. he's not taking credit for streaming. Right. But he had a lot to do with without it. him, there wouldn't be streaming. Wow. That's really cool. And the whole reason that he got headhunted from Bell Labs by Walt Disney because he had invented a way for the user of a video to control the camera angle. So like sounds simple nowadays, but like when he was doing it, never been done before. And when you say he got recruited by Walt Disney, you mean like Walt Disney himself? No. Oh, no, no. The company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause um, he, he, he has not been working for Disney as long as he's not that old. Yeah. 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 I don't know his exact, his exact age, but he's not like, right, right, right. A, one of the old men. Right. That's um, so cool. He just, like, he's still working for the company, but his latest invention was announced last night or this morning, and it's this thing that they're calling the hollow floor, and it is the first thing that I've looked at from the Walt Disney Company in a long time that I'm just like, this is one of the most amazing, excited pieces of tech that I've ever seen in my life. What does that mean? The, it's little tiles that are, look like tile floor, like, maybe like inch and a half circles that are, you know, all connected together, strong enough to hold up a person, multiple people, mm -hmm. and they can take that person and move them wherever they want to. Oh my gosh. That person can walk in place oh my gosh. and the floor will react to that and keep them in one place. That scares me. Right? But it's really cool. It can take a, the example that they gave was a, an apple crate was sitting on it and it was just moving it wherever they needed to do. Wow. They took a chair and set it on it with like a flat, platform base and like moved it around wherever it needed to go that could wildly wildly like when it's ready it could wildly impact like the theme park experience right so. and these tiles are inch and a half you know circles yeah and they're maybe from what i could see in the video quarter inch thick wow. it's giving lots of movie vibes yeah, yeah. it's i could it, like it was amazing to see the i'll show you the video after we're done recording yeah and like mind-blowing that's really cool yeah. Kudos to that guy. Yeah. I'm proud of him. Me too. That is a big deal for it to just be the, because the Disney company has invented a lot of things. Right. So for it to just be the second person outside of Walt Disney himself to receive that award is, it's very massive. So yeah. I know that they've been celebrating that a lot on like social media and stuff this mm -hmm. week. So if you guys have seen that and didn't really know what it was about, like myself, thanks for sharing. There you go. Well. But this was something like this morning at 6 a.m. Oh, right. 
I woke up and I was like texting Nick and I was like, you got to see that. I want to talk about this guy. He was so excited. This is amazing. I'm like super jazzed. I haven't been jazzed about an Imagineer in a long time. Jazzed in general. What a word. Yeah. <laughs> Jazz fest. So yeah, he's texting me at six o'clock in the morning and I said, this is something that we need to talk about on the podcast. And that is you are jazzed at 6 a.m. Whereas I am not. Yeah. You're a, a nighttime I am person. a zombie. Yeah. I am up and ready. I don't. Like, I'm tired. There are times that I'm tired when I wake up. Yeah. But, like, once I'm awake, good to go. I, this is a big difference between me and Tim. I am, I am 1000% a night owl. I, nothing about me functions well in the mornings. Mm. I'm just, I'm not there. And, and my, and Francie, my wife is also not a morning person. So it works out for us. Yeah. We don't have much expectations of each other in the mornings. Um, but I am a night owl for sure. I stayed up till two o'clock in the morning cleaning this week. So there's that. I okay. can't do that. It's impossible. We'll end it on this. I um, mean, we want to do this more often. I don't know that this is going to be like an every episode thing. Oh, there's um, a new segment? <laughs> I have to... Prepare, oh, okay. Questions. Yourself. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Listener questions. So I got on our Instagram story today and I put a question box and you guys asked so many incredible questions. There is no way that we would be able to get to all of them. So I apologize for that. You guys, but for real, like the questions were fantastic and we will do this like more often. And what I think I'm going to do is just save a lot of those questions and continue to use them when we do listener questions. But there'll be other opportunities and times for you to submit questions as well. One day, a dream would be to do like on air questions. So for you guys to be able to like call in while we're recording and ask your question. Right. That'll happen eventually. Um, but we did get some fun questions and I wanted to just kind of go through them pretty quickly. Okay. Um, so the first question was from Emma and I, so Emma is actually um, I, I know who Emma is. Oh, I don't, Emma Stone? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't personally know Emma, but I know of Emma because I was on a podcast before I did this one called The Happiest Podcast on Earth. Did it for two and a half years. Love those people. If you're looking for other fun Disney entertainment, I got to plug them. Go check them out. Emma listens to that podcast. And my best friend from the podcast, Hunter, um, she met him. She lives in Texas. So she met Hunter um, and talked to him for a while. And so when I saw Emma's name pop up, I was like, you know what, Emma, we're going to, you, you submitted a great question and we are going to ask it on the podcast. So here it goes. You ready? Okay. For this? Yeah, I'm ready. This is for Emma. If that tracks pod was a theme park or a ride, what theme park, theme park or ride would, you, would it be? Like an existing theme park? Yeah. Let's say a ride. Like if it was, if we an were existing right tower of terror. <laughs> I am uh, offended. <laughs> imagination. Journey into imagination. Yeah, I could see that for us. Living with the land. <laughs> so random. <laughs> this is just me. I'm going to just start naming attractions. What do you think? I'm offended by the Tower of Tan Tower of Terror answer a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I have a lot of fun on Tower of Terror. I don't understand how that relates. It doesn't. <laughs> it was just a joke. I think Journey into Imagination works. Yeah. I was trying to think of something that like- But I don't want to say that either because I'm- We're not going to talk about me and Journey into Imagination. Oh, and he has not experienced Epcot. At all, I've been on Journey You've to Imagination. Been to Epcot. several times. No, least, a lot of times. Not even several. Once. What did we do? We rode Journey to Imagination. You were super angry for something. What's my favorite attraction? Oh, because we had to wait for a while for it. I don't oh, like yeah. waiting for a Journey to. I want to walk on to that ride. What's your favorite? Are you asking me? No, no, no. I'm I'm gonna say like what's one of my favorite attractions, and that would be what I attribute this podcast to being. Spaceship Earth. <laughs> Spaceship Earth is perfect for this podcast. It's not. It is. The dawn of time. Yeah. Fun facts all over the place. True. One I... guy's sleeping. 
that <laughs> smells like fire. I don't know. I guess we don't have a real good answer for you, Emma. Apparently, you, you it's our answer. What you're, what you're, I don't know. I don't know. You don't have a favorite no. attraction? I mean, I do. Rise of the Resistance is my favorite attraction. Okay. But I don't think we're that Rise of the Resistance. That doesn't fit. That doesn't track. At all. <laughs> Slinky Dog? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just kind of like, you know, doing random things. Okay. Anyways, I thought that was a fun question. Who's the original voice of Slinky Dog? Mm, I don't know. Ernest. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. His name's not Ernest, but yeah. can't remember his name right now. Well, thank his you. His name is Jim, I think. Thank you, Emma, for your question. It was good. Okay, this next question, they didn't submit a name, so um, I don't have a name to go off of. Can but... we make one up? Sure. Go you ahead. Were... <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many French fries is it okay for a friend to take before you tell them to order their own? I'm not the right person to ask this. I'll give you all my French fries. Really? Yeah. I'm not either. I would give you all my fries. I think it's fine. We can share French fries. I'd be like, you want, do you just want all of it? I would just go up and get other French fries. Yeah. It's like, go get more French fries. But then like, at what point would you go order more French fries? When they're done. (laughs) (laughs) When there's no more French fries. And I'm still like, I kind of want more French fries. Go get more. So we're not, we're not good for this question. We are both just givers. I'm not, I'm not a Joey. What does that have to do? That's a friend's reference. Joey doesn't share food. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But I don't actually share food. Yeah. So why? I enjoy food. <laughs> I want to eat it all. So Jen will be like, "Can we split this?" I was like, "No, just order another one." Oh, okay. Like I'll eat this. So one. your answer to that question would be zero. Just don't touch my French fries. No, you can touch my French. I'm not going to get angry at you for eating my, my French fries. fries. But I would rather it, when we're at the thing. If you ask me if I if you want if I want to split, I'm going to say no. So our solution to this is just get two fries. Yeah. Yeah. Not like two fries, but like two orders of fries. Yeah. Plenty of French fries. <laughs> and I'll eat the leftovers. That was a good one. Okay. Last one. And we just, well, this could be something that would go on in tangents for forever. So we'll limit this to like, like one thing. Oh. What are your, and this is from Chloe. What are your blue sky dreams for behind Big Thunder Mountain? Like what is one thing you would love to see beyond Thunder Mountain? Ooh. Okay. Uh, I have mine if you want. You yeah, share go ahead. First. Um, they teased this and they alluded to this. And I don't know that it will stick because of how they've used it for Animal Kingdom now. But they talked about maybe some sort of like Encanto or Coco themed area um, beyond Thunder Mountain. I think that um, Coco maybe fits better as far as like what the area looks like. like yeah, I feel like the like, transition from Big Thunder to Coco. I feel like Big Thunder sense. has a little bit more of like a, like a Southwestern vibe to mm-hmm. it. Um, and so I feel like maybe that would transition well into Coco. Um, but Encanto is a very like special movie to our family. I've talked about it. And I, I think in general, being half Cuban, I want to see Walt Disney World like really hone in on a lot more Latin American representation at the parks. Mm-hmm. Um and so, um, yeah, I think that one way that they could do that is by incorporating either of those films. Whether we get Encanto over at Animal Kingdom, right? I think Coco would be sick at um, Magic Kingdom. So I'm going to go with Pixar. Okay. All kinds of different Pixar things. That'd be a lot of fun. But different than what's at DCA. Not Pixar Pier. Right. Right. Well, and Pixar Pier is specific to California. Right. Because it, it ties in with like their peers. Right. So... Yeah, that's exciting. I'm. We do need more Pixar, and yeah. I don't think there's much. There's not much Pixar at Magic Kingdom right now. 
There's no Pixar at Magic Kingdom. Well, either. you have Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin. Oh, okay. Yeah. But maybe that's the only thing. Yeah, and Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Lore. Yeah. But I, I Monsters Inc. can <laughs> Jeez. There's just a chopping block. <laughs> These people, there's a real people with jobs and families I to don't support. Those monsters. <laughs> no, the people that work at the attraction. I would love for it to just be rethemed. Yeah. Still downtime. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, we can keep it. I, it doesn't make me mad. Do stitch first. Transfer those people over there. Sure. And then, then we'll, come on over. Yeah. yeah revisit that. Uh, That'd be fun. What what type of Pixar? Anything in particular? Oh, yeah. just in general. You know, I want to see- like, Kind of like Pixar Pier. Yeah, kind of like Pixar Pier. What, it, I guess you got Pixar in, in well, I guess in Municiburg over at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And that's so supposed much. to be like Pixar area, but we have a whole that's Toy Story land. Yeah. And we have Nemo at Epcot. Right. And Animal Kingdom. Yeah, so Pixar is kind of spread out. It is. It's not in like one specific area. But I think that could be fun. Are you on board with like a villain's land? No. Me either. I don't That's going to make a lot of people mad. The villains? Yeah. It's just I don't think that it fits into Magic Kingdom. No. I mean, I again, I don't I, I I'm like you. I don't have anything against it. Like I think the villains are fun, but I think that Magic Kingdom is such a family-oriented park. It'd be difficult for like all these families with young toddlers to be like we're going to go get spooked out of our minds now. Right. And it doesn't have to be extremely spooky, but... I, and I don't think it would, but I, like... It just doesn't fit Magic Kingdom. It doesn't make sense. And I understand that the villains are a big property. People like the villains. Yeah. Um, And I don't have anything against liking the villains. I just don't think that in the happiest place on Earth... The most the magical villains, place. The most magical place <laughs> on Earth. Come see our villains. Yeah, I don't know. It, just, it doesn't necessarily... It's never fit in my mind either. Uh, right. I could see it more at Hollywood Studios, maybe. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Especially since Hollywood Studios is not necessarily what it was like when it first opened. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, take out Animation Courtyard, put the villains right there. That'd be great. And then, yeah. and then all of the villain lovers will be happy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I can't picture it for Beyond Thunder Mountain. It doesn't make sense to me. No. But yeah, Pixar would be fun. It, it, honestly, any I'm fine with any IP area going over there. Right. I would, original concepts, sure, that'd be fun, but bring on the IP. Yeah, I think that Magic Kingdom is an IP park. It, well, it has a lot of original concepts, too, like Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain. Which has become an IP. Is it? Oh, yeah. well, now it is, yeah. Yeah. And same with Pirates of the Caribbean. But I mean, those yeah. were, like, originally not IP attractions. Right. Yeah. Country Bears, not an original IP attraction. Although, for what we get now, it might be very much IP. Yeah. So, there anyway. a movie? What? There was a movie. Yeah, we talked about it. I know. Jump scare. You loved it. <laughs> well, thank you. What was that bear's name? Do you know? Do you know any of the bear's names that were in the movie? I want to say they were the same as the bears that are like in the The, the show. bear that I put over your face is not in oh, the show. Okay. I don't remember. He was like names. a like a hippie bear oh. with like circular glasses. <laughs> I don't remember their names. Okay. Um, that was fun though. Good, good editing there. For those of you who watch on YouTube, Tim likes to have some fun with the editing. From yeah, that was what was taking me the longest was doing my joke <laughs> editing. That monorail stuff. I can't believe you kept saying monorail like that. And I was just like, <laughs> he has never seen this in his life, and this is literally what happens. There's what is like, that Simpson character name? Which one? The one that kept showing up over my shoulder. I don't know. He, he's it's not okay. like a. You don't have like to look a character. Up. I have you to look it up. There's no <laughs> stopping it. Nothing can stop you now. Um, Nothing can stop me now. I did send Tim. I'm in a tangent for a second, but I did send Tim something this week that I. Had it was seen. written by Conan O'Brien. That episode. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. I sent him a, uh, something that had been shared or posted online that I saw. It was like a rumor that Simpsons land was going to go away at universal. Obviously that's just a rumor and not, there's no truth behind it, but that they were going to replace it with Pokemon. And I was a big fan of Pokemon when I was a kid. Uh, but Tim crushed my dreams and told me. Lyle Landley. Oh. Also, Rich, uh, 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 Leonard Nimoy was in the episode. That's the name of the character. Leonard Nimoy? Do you know who Leonard Nimoy is? Did we go over this already? Uh, he played Spock. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you crushed Sorry. my dreams when you told me that Pokemon could not be in a universal park. Yeah, I don't think that it can be. Because it's not owned by, by Nintendo. Nintendo. They are their own like franchise. Yeah. yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe. You never know. I would love that. Pokemon would be so much fun at a park. Like, See, if you think about the interactive experience that that could create. Right. Wow. And so Pokemon is at the Japan park at uh, uh, Universal. Universal Japan, yeah. So let's do it. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Anyways, appreciate you all. Thank you for listening. What's your fun fact? I don't have one. You've shared a lot of fun shared facts. Shared a lot of fun facts. And I shared a lot. I it really educated you on some pop culture this week. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> the Jonas Brothers, they love being called the J-Bros. <laughs> no. That's what I know. There's a pizza place on Lakeland called Jay Burns, and that's where my brain is going when you say that. Jay Burns? Yeah. Mm. It's very good. If you're ever in Lakeland, check out Jay Burns. It's a shameless plug. This is not sponsored. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, that's all we got. This yeah. has been fun. That was good. This has been real fun. It was good. I wish we had been recording the first time, <laughs> but I'm glad that we made it through it. One day they will get to know those facts that we talked about before we started recording. Yeah. But anyways, appreciate you all for listening. Continue to just follow us on Instagram. Keep watching the videos on YouTube. Yeah. Thank you guys for your support. This has been a lot of fun. We've enjoyed this so far. Next week is episode five. Someone told me that if you can make it five episodes with a podcast, you're good to go. Oh, really? So we're doing it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to quit. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say, like, think about the things that are... Oh, so next week I'll talk about my experience over at Universal at Bush Gardens. Or Universal, at Mardi Gras at Bush Gardens. Okay. Um, and then I'm sure there will be... The, the, the news with theme parks is a weekly thing. So I'm sure yeah. there will be more stuff to talk about. I'd like to get back to Festival of the Arts again and, and maybe talk about some of the new things that I try as well. Yeah. So yeah, stay tuned. Appreciate you all. And we'll see you soon. See you guys later.